Welcome to the official podcast of ToyPhotographers.com, where we talk to photographers from around the globe about turning action figures, Lego, miniatures, and more into fantastic works of art. Hi there, and welcome back to the Toy Photographers Podcast. I'm Terry Green-Henning, and I'm here with Ariel Figueroa, and we're your hosts for the special series focused on toy photography from a beginner's perspective. Today, we'll be chatting about editing and post-processing, all the magic that happens or doesn't after we snap our photos. Ariel, hello. I don't think we've chatted yet in 2022. How are you? We have been. I'm doing good. How are you? Happy, good, ha- good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Considering we started this back in the summer, this is crazy. I know, right? We're uh, almost at the end. We're almost at we, the end. We yeah. are. We are. So I feel like this will be an interesting episode as we're focusing on now the back end of our craft, uh, what happens after we take the shot. So up until this episode, or up until this point, we focused on all the factors on the front end, you know, the gear we use, the toys we love to photograph, props, accessories, scenes, lighting, backdrops. But now we're going to chat about what we do once we snap our photos and before we put them into our collections or out into the world. So before we begin, As is the case with so many other topics, editing can be pretty complex, and it's easy to get into the weeds. Fair warning, we won't be. This episode won't be so much of a deep dive as it will be a general conversation about what we do once we take our photos. If you're interested in the how-tos of editing and post-processing, there are plenty of in-depth tutorials out there that could do a much better job than we could ever do. So let's begin. I I feel like I don't even know where to begin to be honest. I feel like the topic <laughs> of editing and and post processing is such a subjective one. And I think it's also kind of a personal philosophical topic as well. Um thoughts on what do you think? It is. Uh, I've I've picked up on this as, you know, during my time in the, uh, with this hobby that there are some that you know, take pictures and that's what they post straight out of the camera, mm-hmm. no post editing, nothing like that. That's what it is. Um, and then others like myself that rely on, um, and not so much rely on, but just enjoy. Like I really do enjoy the post editing part of it. Um, some can sit, you know, some frown on it for whatever reason. <laughs> um, you know, it's like a, you know, cheating in a way or, you know, not uh not an authentic straight out the camera type of picture. Um which which I get, you know, like I, I can see I, I can see both sides kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know, I, I I for me personally, I I do the post editing just because I really enjoy it. Like I really, I I spend more time on post editing than I do taking the actual picture, sometimes. Wow. Um, and it's and it's just because I I I just enjoy it for whatever reason. I, I I can't explain it. I don't know why I enjoy it, but I do enjoy it more. Um, and sometimes you know when it comes to the pictures that I take for a lot of them, I it's it's almost it, it's a have to because I know I use a lot of wires. Um, when it comes to uh posing certain figures Mm -hmm. so you know i do have i have to get rid of the wires when it comes to post editing um and that's when i started um it's it's gone more levels i would say when it comes to my post editing so let's let's actually pause here for a second because um when we're talking about editing and post-processing so especially for folks just starting out like walk me i i guess i'm thinking we're talking tools like Adobe Lightroom, Photoshop. Um, what do you use? I, I, I strictly use I, I use strictly uh, Photoshop. Okay, so you're not a Lightroom. No, everything uh, I do, you know, I do some color grading on mine. Okay, but I, I do it all in Photoshop. I, I, okay. I used to use Lightroom, but I saw that I can use, and I'm sure in Lightroom you can do a lot more than you can in Photoshop when it comes to uh color grading and things like that but i for for my for what i do photoshop is more than enough so that's so interesting so when i um i feel like when what you were describing a few minutes ago totally fits me it's like straight out of the camera um for the most part now i'll i'll kind of dial back when i first started the toy photography um 
journey, and I guess this would hold true for the photos, the non-toy photos I've always taken, my edits have been, or my, I guess, philosophy of editing has been just a very light touch. You know, I I might crop or straighten a horizon line, um, but I'm someone who really wants to capture what I actually saw. And it's, and it's funny. I think that's where, when I mentioned it's like a philosophical thing, um, we used to live on the seacoast and and my husband who is an early riser would often go and just snap a couple sunrise shots at at the at the beach and you know he wouldn't take his camera he would just take his iphone and he'd come back and we were part of this facebook group you know friends of the community and and people would post their images and it was like, well, that's not what it looked like. I mean, that is not what the sunrise <laughs> looked like. And because he'd show me his photo and it's like, we are living in these parallel universes. And you could tell that folks were really a heavy hand, you know, with the editing. They, they were adding yeah. these colors that just certainly were not there. Um, a New Hampshire sunrise does not look like a Caribbean sunrise. Let's just, let's just put it, <laughs> you know, be honest. And <laughs> And so I guess my my philosophy has always been, you know, I want to look back on a photo and I want to remember that specific time or that specific scene. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because I'm very much I think the way I view photography is that I'm I'm trying to capture a moment, you know, and and mm -hmm. I don't I wouldn't call myself a documentary photographer, but I think I I probably align myself more in that school. And so when I started with toys, I, you know, I, I would load my photos and actually I was, you know, doing the daily photo project. I, I was snapping a daily shot, but I wasn't spending really any time on editing. And it wasn't so much a pride thing or a cockiness where it was like, I'm going to just, you know, straight out of the camera, I'm going to get it perfect in the camera. But I think that's an extra challenge that I really like when I can get it right in the camera. I also did not know how to use any of the tools. You know, I've used Photoshop um, as part of other projects and, and other work before, but I was like, that's not why I do photography. You know, I, I didn't want to spend hours fixing something or or having to do something. Since we've been doing these episodes, though, um, I have been becoming a little more comfortable with the idea, but I still find that I, it's a very light touch. You know, I, I don't want people mm -hmm. to think that my images are heavily edited mainly because I don't have the ability, you know, the skill level that, that others do, you know, I, for me, it's, it's less about, I don't know, creating a scene as it is capturing a scene, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. So that I'm still sense, very yeah. much like, you know, I might brighten the exposure, um, at the beginning, I was shooting just JPEGs straight out of the camera. Now I do shoot raw. Um, I load that in so that, you know, if I do mess up somewhere, I can I can bring back, you know, details that that I might have messed up. But for the most part, I'm I'm a real simple photographer. You know, I like what I like and a lot of times I just really like how it comes out. I like Fuji colors straight out of the camera. Um so, I would love to learn about presets, but yeah, so I I am so in awe of folks who who know how to edit, who do it well, and and certainly I would group you into that. So so so, it, <laughs> so so quick question for you. So it yeah. sounds like your your way, you know, your way of thinking um comes from your background as a photographer. Uh, so before, yeah. so so before mm -hmm. you got into the toy photography, so so to me that makes sense because I would think someone that you know um, before they shot uh, before they got into toy photography, if they were a photographer, you know, shooting you know street photography or um, landscape, you know, nature photography, things mm -hmm. like that, that you would want to you you want the 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 end product to pretty much be exactly what you capture in real life type of thing. So it's, it sounds like maybe that's what carries, it's carried over 
I, um, from I that? think that's a good way of, of putting that. I, there are a lot of professional photographers, non-toy photographers whose work I really admire and I can tell they're edited, you know, or, or a photographer that maybe uses a preset in Lightroom. And so all their photos have maybe that light and airy look or that kind of dark and moody, or I would love to get to that point. I'm, I think I'm just also against staring at a computer for more hours than I already do. <laughs> and, and so for me, like photography is such a, an escape and it's such a creative, I don't know, such a creative activity that gives me such joy that the last thing I want to do is make it seem for me, at least for me personally, seem yeah. like work. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just staring at a screen for hours, if that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. So when you, what is your edit, you know, maybe I was even thinking about the photos that are going to accompany this episode and I'm like, gosh, I can't even show like a before and after because I don't think you could tell that I've edited photos. I mean, other than a crop, do your photos look markedly different from, you know, kind of straight out of the camera to what might get posted or printed? Uh, I would say yes. Um, mostly because so so my my and I think I I think I mentioned this uh, like in the first first episode or two you know the uh, the way I shoot and uh, what I uh, the 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 end product that I'm looking for um, my whole philosophy is bringing life to my figures to my toys you know like when I take when I I'm setting up a scene. When I'm taking a picture, you know, looking looking at it through the viewfinder on my camera, I'm I'm not I'm envision I'm not looking at what I'm actually seeing. I'm envisioning what the end product will be. Oh, um, wow. So, to me, every picture that I take, I want whoever looks at it, even if it's just for a quick half a second, <laughs> to look at it and be like, "Wait, are those toys?" <laughs> kind of yep. thing you know i i want i i every picture i take i aim for that real life look um and for me uh, just for me personally mm-hmm. i can't achieve that without that editing at the end um there have been when i started um a handful of pic- a, a handful of shots that i took that i did very little editing on but it was mostly just because I didn't know how to mm-hmm. um but I looked back at those and was like man I really wish I could do I had you know I knew about this and I knew about this so I can change this up um so so that's that's my approach to to it I I, I envision the end product of it as I'm taking it and then I try to match that vision while I'm doing my post and, oh, that's fascinating. And pretty much it's, I wanted to, I wanted to look real life. I wanted to look as real as possible, bringing life to these toys. And to me, I just can't achieve that. Here's a perfect example. So if, and I don't know if you've noticed when you look at my pictures or, and, and I don't know if anybody else out there has noticed it. No one has ever brought it up to me. But if you look at my pictures, so you know how all these toys, you know, if they have their exposed arms or exposed legs, you can see the joints. Yep. I edit the joints out. Oh. So to the best of my ability. (laughs) I I edit the joints out. I smooth out the skin. I really try to make it look like this is not a toy. This is an actual live person. Um, so I go in and that, I think that's what also why I spent so much time in post editing just because those definitely take that, that part right there definitely takes up a lot of time. Um, but yeah, I edit all the joints out because I wanted to look my end game. My end goal is I want it to be real life looking. Wow. Okay. Now, Um, you know, I'm going to go through all your photos and like (laughs) really, really look at them. (laughs) Yeah. So how do you. Okay, so this is all kind of foreign to me, and I I feel like I am a newbie, um, you know, co-hosting this episode for sure when it comes to editing. So how do you – what are you using? Like, what are you doing? Um, 
I, I guess I wouldn't yeah. even know that. That's part of my problem. Like I don't even know where to start beyond mm-hmm. just yeah. maybe boosting. So, so number one, I don't have an image. Be, I don't look at a scene and think maybe my imagination can't really conjure what could be possible because I'm so focused on creating a scene that that I want. I guess at that time um, you're in that moment. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I. Yeah. If you were to say like, oh, well, edit that, I, I don't know if I'd know what to do because I, I would be like, I don't know. Am I adding a shaft of light or am I, you know, putting a different background? I, I really would not know what to do beyond boosting exposure or maybe cropping out something. I mean, I. so what do you do? Like, what are some of the tools that you're using or or some of the effects that you're getting through your editing or post-processing? So pretty much my steps are, you know, when I take the picture and I, I pretty much, I take a lot of pictures, <laughs> you know, for one scene, for one scene, I will, cause you know, I use a lot of, uh, you know, atmosphere, aerosol or uh, fog from an actual fog machine that I have. Um, so I do, you know, so I take a lot of pictures mm-hmm. uh, for one scene and then I'll send in my phone, you know, I might have 50 to 60 to 70 different shots that I have to go through and be like, all right, this is the one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, when you say this is the one, that's the one that then becomes the, the, the one you'll exactly. edit. That's oh, okay. the one that I'll edit. Yeah. Um, so I will take it into, you know, open it up in Photoshop. And the first thing that I would do uh, would be play around with, you know, the exposure, the shadows, the highlighting. I slightly change those okay. in the beginning um because uh be- mostly because when i put them when it, when they're in photoshop i use uh i've created a, a, a when i started i used some pre-made uh, uh luts i don't know if you've heard of those mm-hmm. the um the 3d luts l u t s or z sorry someone out there wouldn't okay. know what i'm talking about um <laughs> but they they're pretty much already like pre pre-made pre-saved uh color grading settings okay um that give you a certain that give you a certain look uh so let's say there's LUTs out there for movie LUTs so cinematic LUTs that you can download and put into your photoshop apply that to your photo and now your picture looks more cinematic or darker or lighter, or, I mean, there's so many different ones that are already out there. Um, but you can that you also would make purchase, correct? Some you would, already... Yes. Okay. Some are free. Some you would have to purchase. Okay. Um, I've started using those and then slowly I've been just making my own and saving my own, uh, settings for the, for what I'm looking for. So once I've you know, done the minor little adjustments with the highlights, exposure, things like that, then I will go ahead and do, go into full editor mode (laughs) and, you know, go in and, you know, remove any wires that I don't want, remove any, again, remove the, you know, smooth, Mm -hmm. uh, move out, uh, edit the joints on arms, you know, the knees, wrists, whatever the case is, and, and remove those. Um, then the last thing that I would do, if I wanted to, if I feel, you know, I really wanted this certain look, then I would go through my settings, um, all my saved LUTs and start applying them to the image until I feel, yep, that's it. That's, that's the, that's the one that I want. Wow. Um, so that's my process for it. Um, sometimes I really, uh, funny thing, I just posted one this morning um of a toy story loved it toy story (laughs) figures thank you um and that one i actually didn't use any luts that was all pretty much just playing around with the exposure playing around with the highlights playing around with uh shadows um and i didn't do any of the uh the joint manipulation the joint editing because you know it's toy story so they're actual toy you know i actually Mm -hmm. wanted them to you know those i i don't edit any of those out um, but 
but the one that I like, the one I posted yesterday, let's say it's uh, the one of Wolverine, you know, having a beer, watching yep. TV, just sitting down. Love that if, too. If you, if, <laughs> thank you. Uh, that one I had fun with. If you look at that, if you look at that one, I removed, you know, he has no joints. So I, I, I removed all the joints. I added like a blue hue Lutz to it to give it a little bit of a bluer thing to it. So so it all it definitely all depends on what I'm trying to do, but I the majority of the time I have I I have that I know what I want to do with it when I'm snapping the picture. That is um, fascinating. So yeah, that's that's pretty much my my workflow, I would say. And I like I said, I I love it because I <laughs> it's crazy. My wife always thinks I'm nuts, but I like <laughs> sitting in front of a computer and yep. and doing that stuff. Like I I enjoy it. I use Photoshop for work. Okay. Um, so it just kind of like, you know, just, you know, migrates itself over <laughs> to my personal stuff, but wow. Yeah. So I feel like I have a, a ton of questions. So the first one I have, and, and I'm trying to think about this, like, I bet I'm like a lot of our listeners who are new to, you know, maybe the, the post-processing world. Um, first question. From the time you choose the photo you're going to edit to the time that maybe it, it makes its way to Instagram, how long would you say on average, and I know it probably changes or differs from photo to photo, how how long you know is that process? Are we talking an hour, six hours, days? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Luckily, it's never gone to days. Um for, uh, b- before I, before I answer that question, I will say that by no means am I a Photoshop expert. I do maybe about ten, not even five percent of what Photoshop can really do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I still uh, search for answers. I get lost. I search. You know, I ask for help. Shout out to uh, Chris uh, at P- at Pincy Picks um, on Instagram because he he has helped me out tremendously. With that, um, so yeah, I by no means am I a Photoshop expert at all. So once I've imported the picture into my computer and then open up Photoshop, it all depends. Like sometimes 15 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes, sometimes an hour, sometimes a couple of hours just because I, I get frustrated that I'm not, that it's not coming out the way I envisioned it. So I kind of like just step away for a little bit and then I'll come back to it maybe later on that night or maybe the next day. Um, just, you know, refreshed kind of thing and stop being so, uh, uh, angry about it. So, so I do, so sometimes I do step away from it for, you know, a couple of hours, but normally from start to finish anywhere, I I wouldn't say anything more than an hour, 30 minutes. 40, maybe 45 minutes, depending if it's like a really, really complex one. So, so the Wolverine photo, what, you know, do you, I guess, how different is that? What I saw on Instagram, how different does that image look than if I had seen, if you had just emailed me the one that you took, the the raw photo, just Mm -hmm. straight out of the camera? It's a lot less cinematic, I guess, okay. I would say. Um, it, it's one of the things that I'm hoping to get better of because I, I follow some photographers that, you know, their lighting setup is all they need. With the mm-hmm. way they set up their lighting, straight out of the camera, it looks mm-hmm. very cinematic. Um I'm trying to get to that point. So, uh, you know, with my lighting, uh, so that still needs some work, but excuse me. So, so yeah, it's, it's different. It's, 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 it's definitely different. It's not something that, you know, I like if I would, I'd be more than proud and happy posting it on Instagram the Mm -hmm. way it came out of the camera. Um, that's one thing, like, I don't think I've ever taken a picture that, um, before I edited it, edited it. <laughs> um, before I did any edits on it, um, that I, I looked at it and be like, "There's no way I would ever post this on Instagram." Like, hmm. so luckily, I, you know, I, I, I'm still very happy with the way they come out out of camera. Yeah. Um, 
but it's just for me i i i want to go through that editing process i want to make it look more real life i want to add i want to you know really do some impactful cinematic type color grading on them and really just just really make it look like it, like you're actually watching him in the case of Wolverine watching him sit there watching TV and be like damn this is that is that real <laughs> is it, you know kind of thing so mm-hmm. um so yeah it, it it all depends on the pictures but yeah there's you can tell the difference i would say you can tell the difference okay that would be kind of interesting you know i don't know how how comfortable you'd feel if you took maybe one photo that was just like not great out of the camera yeah, and yeah. then what you were able to create in in Photoshop and maybe that would be mm-hmm. helpful. Because I think that's something I wish I could see more photographers do. Because I think, especially starting out, I think it's so helpful to see, oh, that's what you started with. And then, oh, that's that's the final image. Because so often I think we're looking at the final image and thinking, well, why don't mine look like that? Mm-hmm. Without, or I would never be able to do something right, like that. Yeah. Without mm-hmm. thinking that maybe like that had help, but you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that yeah. was not straight out of the camera. Yeah. I don't know. I I often think that when I see landscape shots, I'm like, is that really what it looked like? Or is that heavily edited? And I mm-hmm. just want to see, not, not, not to like shame or to say, mm-hmm. oh, that's fake, but just mm-hmm. because I don't think I can really conceptualize what editing can do. You know, I I feel like I look at so many final images that are just, I stop, I don't know if I stop to think like, oh, that's probably edited. Sometimes mm-hmm. I, I do, you know, with, especially with non-toy photo- photos, but it's like, how did you get that? You know, mm-hmm. I almost want to see what I should do is spend some more time on YouTube and just watch people edit, you know, and I think those videos must exist, but you know, I want to see of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there? Okay. I oh, want to yeah. see someone import the photo. I want to see what that looks like right out of the camera. And I think a lot of photographers do include their camera settings, which is helpful, but I want to know, okay, what did you change all the sliders to? Like, how did you actually get it to look like that? Um, yeah, because I, again, I don't really know what's possible. Yeah, and and there there are a few. There are a few photographers that I follow that will post, you know, like a like a sped up version of them editing their photos, you okay. know, removing wires, stuff like that. Um, you know, bring it back to the earlier. Um, conversations we've had sir dork he's definitely one of those that he'll post he'll he'll post it as a story on instagram or he does it on you or he does it on youtube and he'll show his process from start to finish is all right now let's put it into photoshop let's remove this he's even done some live um some uh live streams doing that um i've I'm telling you, Terry, I'm so bad when it comes to things like that. Like I've, I I keep telling myself is like, I need to post behind the scenes shots, Mm -hmm. a behind the scenes video, something that shows. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm just so lazy when it comes to that. Like I, it's (laughs) not because I don't want to. (laughs) Well, true. I guess when it comes to certain things, I'm lazy. (laughs) Um, It's, it's, you know, like, cause again, I just want to, I just want to do this. I don't want to sound selfish here, but I'm 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 doing this for me. Yeah. Kind of thing, which yep. I think when it comes to any hobby really that mm-hmm. you're you're ve- you're very passionate about, I think that's a mindset you should have. You're doing this for you because you love doing it, because you want to do it. Not saying that you're not willing to help others. Like if someone was to message me on Instagram or anything and be like, "Hey, how did you get, you know, what's your lighting setup? How did you edit this? I'd be more than happy to send it that, send them, send them footage of that, send them a picture of that or be like, Oh, I didn't take it. But the next time I take a picture, I'll take a picture of my lighting, my setup and everything. And I'll be, I'll be more than happy to share it with you. Um, I just don't, yeah, I just, I just don't, I'm not very good at doing that from the start. But for anyone there, they're listening, 
if you want to know, please feel free to reach out to me. Mm-hmm. I'm more than happy to to show that and to share that. Because um, yeah, I just yeah, I don't know. It's it's I just it's for me, and I, yeah. I for me taking the picture, editing it, and then posting it up and showing the final product. That's my enjoyment. That's what that's what makes me happy. That's that's where that's where I like to go. I do post on every picture. I show all my camera settings. Mm-hmm. I have I have done that. You know. You see my aperture, you see my what my ISO was at, what lens I used. I do post that um, all the time uh, on my feed. So I, I do share that. But yeah, if anyone wants to know more about it, feel free to message me and I'd be more than happy to share it. It's just that, it's just not something that I just I, I put out there from the beginning, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I, I feel bad. I feel bad having that mindset, I guess, now now that I'm listening to myself say it. No, no. I actually think it's really healthy um, because I think I think you have to do it for you. You know, I think you have to be – or for yourself, you know. Course, it's. Yeah. Um, I think the minute you start thinking about how an image is going to be received, I think it, it maybe changes your enjoyment or maybe mm-hmm. it becomes more like work or maybe it becomes like you start measuring – your you start doubting yourself. Yeah. You know, oh, that yeah. one didn't get a lot mm-hmm. of likes. Um, I often wonder, you know, gosh, could I, I bet there are some images that I could just like really make better or different through editing. But maybe for all those folks like me listening who don't feel like they have a technical, um, I guess I'm not technical, technically minded, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I can figure things out, but I'm not, I, I don't know. It takes me a while mm-hmm. to kind of like play around and experiment and, and then mm-hmm. figure out, but oftentimes I do all that. And then I just end up reverting to original <laughs> yeah. and then just like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to stop. How did you learn? You know, what would you say for folks listening who are saying, you know, I'd like to start editing, but I don't know where to start or, I'm yeah. not really a technically minded person. How, what advice or like, where do you start? Um, for me, it was, again, I rely, I rely, I, I rely on a lot of, I rely on um, help from, you know, I have some coworkers that are experts at Photoshop. Okay. Let's say. So if I'm trying to do this certain thing and I'm not too sure, I'd reach out to them um, or I would just go on YouTube and, you know, uh, say and, and see if there is someone that um, posted it on YouTube. Um, it doesn't have to be toy photography specific. Mm-hmm. You know, it can just be you know how how do I color grade? There's tons so, of pictures uh, of of videos of that on YouTube that's that are what not I'm curious toy about. photography specific. Like, what do you even enter as a search term? So when you say color grade, you're how is that different than like? That's just adjusting the colors, right? Or is it? (laughs) (laughs) I want to say yes. (laughs) But for me, when I say color grading, uh, it's more color light grading. Like when I say I'm going through a, I'm doing a color grading type on the photo. I'm not, I'm not just adjusting, you know, the, the hue, the saturation, things like that. I'm also again adjusting the the shadows, the highlights, the you know the exposure, um, things like that. I I, I for me, I, it's all in one type of okay. thing. I'm sure there's a different term for that. I just don't know of that term. Um, but if I wanted to look that up, let's say, then light effects in Photoshop. Okay. Uh, for for beginners, uh, adjust lighting, um, or just overall editing uh, a picture from start to finish. Because um, again, you, I don't, I personally have never looked up like, oh, how do I remove this wire when I started, let's say. Okay. How do I remove this wire from this picture? I didn't look up how to remove a wire from a toy, photog- from, from a toy <laughs> photography standpoint, <laughs> which I'm sure there are a couple of those on, on YouTube, like Sir Dor definitely uh, covers that as well. Um, but when I was looking it up, it was just, how do I remove an object Okay. in Photoshop? And that pretty much shows you how to remove an object, which is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to remove a wire. Mm-hmm. Um, or how to, 
you know, how to remove a blemish or how, you know, anything like it, it don't, don't, if you can't find it and you're using like toy photography in your search term, remove the toy photography and you're going to get so much and you can okay. use, and you can use that same workflow in your toy photography to do it. So I would just, yeah. So doing it that way, but again, I, I'm lucky enough to have friends that are very experienced um maybe at least more experience than i am with photoshop um so if i'm stuck i would ask but it's also like my workflow is the same throughout kind of thing like i pretty much go through the same i know i attack the lighting then i attack the removing objects then i move into use you know doing the color grading if i if i, if I need to um and it's pretty much the same so it's almost become like automatic Okay. Kind of thing. So like anything, and we've mentioned this before, the more you do it, the more you're going to get accustomed to it, the more you're just going to end up, you're, you're going to know what to do. And for mm -hmm. those one-off things that you're not sure of, YouTube, if you know someone that, you know, is a, either a graphic designer or at least knows a little bit more about Photoshop than you do, you know, reach out, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would say. But it sounds to me like it helps when you're doing it, you, you have in your head kind of a vision of what you want it to look like. Yes. So you know yes. the effect you're, you're going for. Yeah. I, I, I know that before I even snap the picture or okay. I, I, I it like that. Cause again, I, that's, that's how I go in. It's like, I know I'm going to remove this. Ah, that doesn't look there. Uh, I can take the picture. I can move it, but then it messes everything else up or you know what? I'll just take it with it and then I'll just remove it in Photoshop. Oh, okay. Thing, which I've done as well. Um, so it's so I have that mindset when I'm setting up the scene, what I wanted to, what I'm going to do during post production. Um, yeah. So, where do you feel are the limitations, either where or what you know are the when it comes to post processing and editing? Um, where do you feel there are limitations to? what you can do digitally after the fact? Like, what can't you fix? Huh. Um, one thing that I wish I could fix would be facial expressions. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, and, and I know, and, I, and actually, I, it's funny because I, I saw this video where I guess Photoshop does now have some, a setting that you can change, manipulate the face, or not the face, manipulate the expression. Wow, is it like character. a swapping, like a face yeah, swapping mask it's like, or something? Okay. It's something? Yeah, something like that, that it's like, so if you have this figure and it's smiling, but you're like, God, I really need this figure to be mad or frowning or something, then you can try to fix that in Photoshop. Wow. There's also third-party apps that do that. Like, you know, if you have an iPhone or an Android, there are apps out there that can manipulate uh, facial expressions. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know of any off the top of my head because mm -hmm. I don't use them, but I've seen, you know, ads and things like that and actually seen some uh, behind the scenes uh, videos of photographers using that, um, which also goes into the, all the other, um, all the other applications that you can use. You don't have to, you know, Photoshop is, is a professional application. Mm -hmm. It's again, I use about maybe 5% of it. So mm -hmm. it is, it is a very professional application. It's something that you can easily get lost in. And if you don't really have the time or the desire to learn it, there are other applications out there that are much more user-friendly you know, much, uh, a, a much less learning curve that you can pick up. Uh, but it does take you having to play around with it, you know, trial and error, see if you can get the end result that you're hoping for. Um, so you, it's not just Photoshop isn't the end all be all mm -hmm. um, of application when it comes to post editing. Um, there are so many more out there. I mean, I know photographer, I know tour photographers that use their phones mm -hmm. uh, to take pictures and edit everything on their phone. Yeah, I've heard Snapseed is one that a lot of folks I've use. Heard, yeah, I think yep. I've heard that one, yeah. I, I, I personally can't, not because I don't want to, but just because I, I, I 
I mean, my phone, like I can't, I wouldn't be able to see in such a small screen. Yeah. Um, and with my fat fingers, like I just wouldn't be able to, <laughs> to be as detailed as I want to. So, so it, it so it all depends, you know, like, um, yeah, you, you don't, you, there's so many different things that you can use and so many different options. You know, if you want to use Photoshop, by all means, go ahead. Cause also the biggest thing, there's a price involved with Photoshop, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that, you know, might be too high for some. So mm -hmm. there's definitely cheaper options as well if, if price is an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's worth noting for those listening who maybe aren't familiar, most of those applications do have some sort of either a one-time fee where you're buying the software itself or a subscription model where you're paying monthly and, um, and it will update, you know, if the software updates, you'll get the latest software. Mm -hmm. I know I'm just paying for Lightroom right now and it's $9.99 a month. Um, and that comes with, I can't remember how much storage, but that's kind of where I, I catalog um, my shots. I, But again, I don't even think I'm doing that right because it's just really, I feel like if you're saying you use 5% of Photoshop, I'm probably at like, 1.2% of, <laughs> of what Lightroom can do. Um, but again, I think you brought up a good point. Like I need to, or maybe not need, I feel like that is an area in which I could devote more time and energy. I just haven't made it a priority yet. Mm -hmm. And and I think for me, it's, it's slowly going to improve there. Um, but sometimes I really like just capturing the photo and saying, yeah, that's mm -hmm. exactly what it looked like. You know, when I, when I framed it, when I had my camera settings, that is exactly what I wanted. And that doesn't and again, always there's nothing happen. wrong with that. Yeah. And, and, and so I think nothing wrong with that. I think folks listening, you know, if you're sitting here listening to us chat, we, and I, and I think the beauty of our conversations we are so different in so many ways that I hope that everyone is finding some little piece to take. You know, I I am someone who kind of veers more toward Lego and Playmobil and now miniatures, and you are more action figures and really um, complex isn't the right word, but really Detailed. authentic looking detailed yes detailed mm -hmm. um figures and so you know i think our approaches are very different i think you you think about scenes in a far more complex way um and more more involved way than i do and and so i think you know for you editing is is a natural but also necessary part of your process and mm -hmm. for me I haven't yet figured out if it would add to my enjoyment yet. And and mm -hmm. I think for me it's all about does this bring me joy? And the minute it exactly. starts feeling like a chore, I'm I'm going to hate it and, and then mm -hmm. I'm going to stop. Exactly. So yeah. one thing I would I guess it's great to be able to do things in post. However, I do feel strongly that you still need to know the basics of your camera. You know, if you're sitting mm -hmm. here shooting and saying, oh, that's okay. You know, I can work the exposure in post. You could, or you could just really try to figure out your camera settings. And, and so I would say before you ever kind of move into, because it can be a crutch like anything, you know, nail, try to nail your ISO and your, your, aperture and just, you know, the, the basics of that exposure triangle, because then you're saving yourself time later. Would you, would you agree? Or would you say, is there, do you have a different perspective on that? No, I completely, yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's good to know, it's good to know your camera. Mm -hmm. It's good to know the settings on it. And because, you know, when you're, you know the your your imagination can only take you or my imagination can only take me so far kind of thing mm -hmm. you know like if i if i have this idea it's like okay this is what i want the end result to be but when i'm snapping the picture i'm way underexposed mm -hmm. i'm going to have a very hard time you know um reaching that final goal in post yeah you know like if 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 it's a daytime scene let's say, for example, and that's what I'm, that's what the end goal is. And when I snap the picture, you know, I'm way underexposed. It's going to be very difficult to bring back that lighting in post. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, you know, you, so yes, going back to what you said, nailing down uh, as best you can, yep. you know, your exposure, you know, uh, using your ISO correctly, setting the right aperture, you know, with the depth of field and everything like you, you know, especially with the, especially with the depth of field, let's say, for yeah. example, like you can't at least, again, 5% of uh, Photoshop, maybe you can, but I'm not sure may you know like if you want to bring the if you want to bring one character in focus and really blur out the background you can't really do that in post or maybe you can someone chime in <laughs> um, yeah please maybe I, maybe, maybe yeah. you can so that's the kind of thing that you really want to nail down with a a, a a good aperture setting when you're taking the picture mm-hmm. to give you that good depth of field yeah um so so no i completely agree like getting knowing knowing your settings knowing your you know for me my settings are mostly my, my iso never changes okay i'm always on the same iso um my aperture changes a lot just because i'm looking at getting more than one character in focus or just mm-hmm. one character in focus and my exposure um depends my shutter speed mm-hmm. it might change depending on how much light i'm using yeah. so but i've i've gotten used to my camera settings so i know all that ahead of time. Um, so yeah, taking time to know your camera, know your settings. Um, that's only going to, if you if you want to do posts, that's only going to make it easier mm-hmm. for you at the end. And if you don't do any any post production, if you just straight out of the camera, um, then obviously that's going to help you as well. Yeah, I think I always tr- and and still, you know, I think my mindset has always been do as much in the camera as I possibly can. So I never think, well, I could just crop it. Instead, I will just move up a couple steps. Um, You know, so instead of saying, oh, well, first of all, you know, yeah, you can always crop in, but you can't go wider. I mean, no, to my knowledge, no program is going to expand your um, Mm -hmm. field of vision there. Um, You can't necessarily fix an out of focus photo. Um, mm-hmm. You can, I mean, yeah, sure. You can kind of a, adjust the noise or, but that's not focus. You can mm-hmm. make something a little, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Is it clarity or clarity and texture? Yeah. One of those sliders, yeah. but it's like, mm-hmm. if it's out of focus, it's still going to be it's out, out of focus. focus. Yeah. And, and one of the things that, you know, now that I've made a move to almost using lens baby exclusively, I'll sometimes come across a comment online that's like, you could just do all that in post. Why do you need, you know, a special lens? And I think there are a lot of folks who really like, and I would count myself as one of them, who really like doing it in the camera because it's the camera, you know, it's the physicality of photography that appeals to me. If So for me, it's like, why wouldn't I do it in the camera instead of mm-hmm. take, you know, I spend my time shooting and that's where I just find the most joy. I'd love to be someone who could then take that image and spend hours looking at it and perfecting it on the screen. I j- I'm just not there yet, nor do I know if I'll ever get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like loading it, maybe making some tweaks. And then like within five minutes, it's on Instagram or it's in my album. You know, that is, that's kind of my, um, mm-hmm. my MO. But in my non-toy photography, I actually really do want to explore, um, especially presets. I, I really want to create, you know, when you look at someone who has a really curated feed or a style that, wow, that's just their whole portfolio just kind of has a look. Mine is all over the place. I, I would love to maybe experiment more with that and and create kind of a look. I guess that's what I'm thinking about. And I haven't figured that out yet. I was doing, you know, kind of a deep dive into like how to create presets and then it just got too overwhelming. And I'm like, okay, I'm not ready for this. I mean, it, that's like, you got to devote some serious time to learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it all comes back to what we've, one of the major things that we've been trying to get across during this series is if you're happy with it, screw everything else. Yes. Yes. <laughs> screw that. the screw the likes. <laughs> screw the comments. Yep. 
whatever, like, you know, you're doing this for you. If you like straight out of the camera and don't like the editing, go for that's it. fine. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. If you want to spend time in editing and get better at it or learn at it or learn more about it, go for it. It, 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 yep. it all depends. You know, I might, you know, you talking, I'm, my brain is uh, running. I might play around with a create a series of photos that is just straight out of the camera mm -hmm. just for fun, just because yep. I just want to see what it, I just want to see what it looks like kind of yep. thing. So why not? Like, And on the who, flip side, <laughs> I may take a photo and really try to almost overdo it in my, mm -hmm. you know, in my mind, just to see what's possible. You know, maybe mm -hmm. I could create just some fantastical scene that I could never have done uh, myself. So that that is a perfect way to wrap up, I think, this episode. It's just, you know, we chat and then at the end it's like, but really at the end, do whatever you want. But <laughs> it, pretty much. But it yeah. is, you know, That's I think at the is. end of the day, if you're happy, if it brings you joy, just keep on keeping on. Um, we, I think we've found our own styles and they're ever evolving. So if you're listening out there and you are an expert with editing, that's fantastic. If you've never opened Photoshop or Lightroom, but you love your photos, that's fantastic too. So Exactly. Yep, awesome. Completely agree. Well, Ariel, thank you for another fantastic conversation. And I am going to scroll through your photos and look for joints now. I'm I'm going to like <laughs> magnify everything to just see. <laughs> I'm wondering if I'm going to start getting messages. It's like, oh, man, I never noticed that. But this one, <laughs> now all of a sudden I'm going to get the messages of like, hey, now you, that you brought that up and I'm looking at you missed the spot. Exactly. It's like this, his elbow looks weird now. Like, why is it like, oh, that's I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for those, but it's fine. Bring them like it, it, it at the end of the day it's it I, it it makes me look at it more and be like all right maybe i got to change something so at the end of the day that that feedback it, it or criticism or whatever the case is it just you know it, it makes me into a better toy photographer it makes everyone into a better toy photographer or just photographer in general absolutely absolutely well until next time thank you and thank you all for listening um we will be back soon with another episode Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more episodes or articles about toy photography, visit us at toyphotographers.com. The best way to connect with us on social media is on MeWe. Search for toyphotographers.com or find the link in the show notes. If MeWe's not your thing, visit us at Facebook, Toy Photographers, or on Twitter, at Toy Photo Blog or on Instagram at underscore toy photographers underscore. Thanks again for listening.